0: Hi, my name is Claire, and I'm the mother of three teenagers with FASD.
1: I'm Jessica, a PhD researcher specialising in educational interventions for children with FASD
0: and together we are the hosts of Spotlight on FASD, the UK's first podcast dedicated to shining a spotlight on fetal alcohol spectrum disorders.
1: FASD is a condition caused by prenatal alcohol exposure that affects hundreds of thousands of children across the UK. And
0: We're here to bring these conversations out of the shadows and make sure that no one living with FASD feels alone.
1: Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Spotlight on FASD. We have a very, very special episode to share with you all, because we are joined by two young people, two young ladies, um, who both have FASD, who have been involved in the creation of the UK's first FASD manifesto, and they are joining us today to talk about what it was like to be involved in that, and just share their thoughts. And their experience of that in the launch, um, I'm sure everybody saw the launch. Uh, it's been big news. We've seen the manifesto reach to different countries already. So we're here today to talk about that. And I will very quickly introduce uh, who we have here. Uh, we've got Bailey and we've got Georgia. We are also joined by Brian Roberts from National FASD, who was involved in the creation of the manifesto so hi everyone we're really excited to have you with us hello hi yeah hi okay so manifesto uh brian could you just start by just sharing a couple of thoughts um about wh- where this manifesto originally came from what was what was the driver or we'll sort of just lay the foundations
2: we've always been very um excited about getting those people with FASD to be able to tell us what it's like. Because although I live with people with FASD, I don't know what it's like to have FASD. And therefore, it's important to know what young people and older people with FASD want um, us to know about FASD. So the idea started off about just finding that out. And we thought other kinds of conditions would have found out um, from people with their conditions, how they wanted to be treated, what they thought helped them. Um, and we found that we didn't. So we, we asked around about 50 young people, adults with FASD, to feed back to us how they wanted to be treated, how they wanted professionals to look after them. And in the end, we managed to get that down to the 15 points in the, FASD, in the UK FASD manifesto, which the girls will talk about. Fantastic.
1: Yeah. So, like, really, really importantly, as you said, just um, focusing on on the opinions of those who are who are living it and experiencing it, and um, giving an opportunity to share to share their voice. Really. Um,
0: and I think uh, what what I'm, I'm so
1: excited to have you both here,
0: um, Georgia and Bailey. And it's it's always wonderful. I think um, we have had um, we've had one wee little guest um, a little while ago um who who has FASD on our podcast. But we've had tons of professionals and um people, global experts on FASD and and like you just said there, Brian, yes, we we live with people who have FASD and so we are very um well educated around how to help our children and young people and support them with their FASD but have absolutely no clue what it's like to live with it and to 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 get through daily life and um so I'm just I'm absolutely thrilled that you've taken the time um I heard you both speak um at the national the conference um in Manchester and it was just well I cried all the way through it but I did manage to uh to listen to it all but it was just it was absolutely wonderful um and I just it it overwhelms us a little bit I just love to be able to sit and listen to you both and it just it fills me with genuine happiness and hope for the future about how the progress that we're making and how things yeah. are changing and, and we just we we wouldn't we wouldn't be anywhere near where we are if it wasn't for um the powerful young women thank like you um so i'm really really thankful that you're here
3: I think the future is so important like when it comes to FASD and the change is happening it's definitely I can see it through the uh, last two years definitely but it's changing slowly and um it is becoming better for like living with it um I know a school would be completely different now for me if I went um but yeah I think it's um people with FASD finding each other and that's mm-hmm. when the, it, it's the most empowering thing Like the conference for me, just being surrounded by people who had the same condition
4: was just yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah. Bailey, have you got anything to add? Um, not yet.
0: (laughs) It's happy it's quite you quite all right to just to just listen and just I just love the fact that you're part of this and you're here because you are you know you played a huge role in the in the manifesto and you know I've I have heard what you've had to say about it so but I'm just please don't feel any any kind of pressure to have to speak. It's just um it's enough that you're here and that, that you're that you're part of it and they're just listening um and your presence is very
4: very welcome. So can I
1: ask how how did you both feel when you were given this opportunity? So this opportunity to, to share your ideas, is this something that you'd been waiting for? Is this something that you like, okay, I know my answers because I've been saying these things for years and years and years and nobody's listened? Or was this sort of a, oh,
4: wow, okay, I need to think about this? Or... What what was it like when you first had that had that opportunity?
5: Um, it was kind of it was meaningful to me. Like it was worth it. Because um, every time I had to explain myself, no one was understanding me, and I just got so heated up. And I said, you know what? I'm going to wait until one day I can actually speak so people um, people are more aware of it.
0: yeah, that makes so much sense. And it's it, it, I can just it was like listening to one of one of my um teenagers like that they use that exact phrase, get heated up. And it's such a brilliant way to describe it. and I can I can only imagine how frustrating it must feel was it did you did either of you feel nervous about about it was it was it a bit nerve-wracking or
5: was it Um, something my heart was beating fast my hands were getting (laughs) all sweaty but like at the end I was
4: like proud to I felt proud
0: you felt like it was worth it at the end you were you were pleased that you'd pushed yourself to to
4: go through that uncomfortable feeling because the feeling you got at the end was, it made you feel proud. What about you, Georgia? Did you? I, I was really
3: nervous. Um, I think being surrounded by um other women that have the same condition made me feel a lot better. It took that bit of weight off my shoulders, but it was still very um nerve-wracking but I was glad i had done it because I was um at the end there was people coming up to me and it was really rewarding because I, everyone was listening everyone was really listening you can pretend to listen but they were listening and it was just I've been to like a few conferences before but that felt different people were really interested they want to learn um so it was it was really nice to see
0: yeah, and what what I can absolutely vouch for is so throughout the day at the conference, you know, sometimes we were getting split up. You could choose where you could go, and listen to different people, and there was some you know fascinating people. When, you're, when your when passion is FASD, it was it was it was amazing to be able to go and pick and choose who you were going to listen to. But throughout throughout even the most fascinating talks, there was always a little bit of movement. There was people chatting to each other. People were on phones. Yeah. When you were all speaking, nobody moved. It felt like nobody was even breathing. Absolutely nobody moved. You could hear a pin drop. You commanded everybody's, every ounce of their attention. And I, I think it's safe to say there was not a dry eye in the house. Um, and that is so powerful. You know, and I, I want to thank you on behalf of my my young people like that, th- 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 because there's n- not everyone can get up and do that. And the fact that you pushed yourselves when your heart's racing and your hands are sweating and you just think, oh, no, I'm, I know, I'm just going to say I can't do this. That must have been so tempting to just say, no, I can't do it. But to push yourself, so many people are going to benefit. So many people are going to benefit. So you're going to be able to stay proud of this for the rest of your lives to think that you pushed yourself to do it. Yeah. So I think my my question um, to whoever wants to answer it, um, even Jess or Brian, kind of on behalf of National FASD. So, if somebody doesn't know what a manifesto is, so, so if somebody's listening to this, if like, so what is the FASD manifesto? Like, what is it? If somebody who didn't know what one was,
4: in a nutshell, what is it?
2: Do you want me to go? Yeah, please. Okay. The, the manifesto, and we, we thought it was really important to use the proper words, is actually a declaration, a statement about what lots of people with FASD want everyone to know about FASD and how to talk about it and support people with FASD. Now, that could be doctors and nurses in medical settings. It could be people in schools and colleges. It could be people out in the community. Indeed, it could even be parents who who don't know. And some of the things that are on the manifesto actually make you stop and think, actually, do I get it right all the time? Because there's things like speak calmly and respect us all the time. And it's really, really important. And that's what the manifesto is.
0: Thank you. I just thought it was really useful to, you know, some because some people dip into different episodes and it just be really useful for people to who might not understand what, what it meant. Um, and I mean, obviously, the importance of it is is not lost on anyone. That it, It's it's absolutely desperately needed and requires. Um, and I, I feel like it's um, even though, like you said earlier, George, you can feel the difference in the last two years and things are changing. I just and it 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 fills me with absolute joy, even though I would love it to go a million times faster, it does fill me with joy what I can see happening over the last two to four years. But I feel like this manifesto, and i'm a very I'm a very very visual thinker and a visual learner. I feel like it's drawn a huge, big line. like I feel like I feel like it's collectively drawn a huge line and said, okay, this going going forwards now. This is absolutely what we require and what we expect, um and that's what I feel it, it has happened. After that that's what I feel the power of it of it is. Um, I don't know if you. No, agree I, with them, yeah.
3: No, I agree with that definitely. I think it's gives you a base, mm-hmm. and everyone can just find the set. What's the word? Oh, it's happened. I'm the first one to break. Um, mm. Lost my train of thought. Sorry, all. <laughs> move That's on. Absolutely fine. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, I do agree with that. I think it's... Um, yeah, no, I don't know where I'm going with this now.
0: And yeah, I think it's what's, what's so powerful is... Um, what, what you've done is you've, you've created it, you've presented it, and now it's a case of everybody having to make a, a a call themselves to say no we're not going to do that and, ha- and or well yeah absolutely that's that, that is the way we're going to move forwards and there is absolutely no reason it, I feel like you've left no stone unturned it doesn't give anyone a, a get out clause to say well no no that's not how we're, we're going to do things and that's why my instantly because I think you know, I think you 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 might agree, Bailey. In in Georgia, one of the most difficult aspects of being a young person with FASD is education and school. A lot of the time, um, I think if it's not, you, that's an exception. Um, and when I was listening to it and then looking at it afterwards, thinking like, this is going to be so powerful for for education and for yeah. schools, um, and and to be for all due respect for teachers you know i've very rarely if ever encountered a teacher who genuinely did not want to help my children with with everything in their power but didn't have the knowledge or didn't have the um you know they weren't, they weren't able to accommodate what my children needed because of other things going on in school so i think that the you know our next step to push that into you know I I feel schools are the priority schools and education the education system is is the priority because that's I think is going to have the fastest biggest most powerful impact Um, and I feel like teachers and educators will would just be thankful of it because it's a start because they will be the first to admit a lot of the times like no we don't we we don't know what it is or we didn't realise that we were dealing with it and then, you know, the conversations that we have over and over again and then they understand the prevalence of it and they understand how much of it they are dealing with on a daily basis and have been probably their entire teaching career without even knowing it. So I think they'll be really thankful for them to have something like, right, okay, this is like, it's a little bit of a how-to, isn't it? It's a little bit of a start, a little bit of a guide for them.
3: Yeah, I think it would definitely help with um making schools more consistent with their support mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um it's not going to change it's going to be the same manifesto
4: yeah that's i think if why can't i speak right. hold it up georgia hold it up a
0: little bit hold it up a little bit further so we can have a little little look because i love I got the got and stuff on it yeah
4: but it just gives um school something to go off yeah so, i mean i think the difficult thing with
3: schools is every school does things a little bit different Mm -hmm. you can't do it a little bit different with this Mm -hmm. it's going to be the same manifesto so yeah i think it'll definitely
0: help and i think i think in my experience um you would be hard pushed to find a school who said no we don't we don't want that we don't want that assistance we don't we, we don't want that help with that they're not going to say that it's going to be like oh right okay this is something that we can this can be a starting point and like I I keep when I think about it I visualize like a a big stop and then a start that's what I feel it is like it's this just, it's just like leaping into a new into a new start so and we'll obviously we'll link it um it'll be linked in with all, all of the um the bump around the this episode of the podcast so that anyone can get it and can share it and, share it and share it and share it and share it so that as many people as possible get to see it and get to know about it. Because um, although we are seeing it, it everywhere, we are in that world. So yes, we will be seeing it everywhere. So we
1: need to get it out, out there, out there. Definitely. Because um, when when it was launched, it was launched at um, the FAC conference in, in Salford in March. Um, but for that event and as, as part of the Manifesto launch, um, National FASC created visuals, like George has just held up, um, the printed leaflets, uh, but also a video. So we've, we've already got it in these, in these different forms, like really easily accessible. Um, but there's even more coming uh, around the Manifesto and, and things like that. And so, it, so it's very, very accessible. So we do need to, to share it far and wide but we, we have seen that uh, there was a, an FASD support group. Um, I've totally lost it now, I've lost my my thought there. Um, but but
2: we know we know it's been used in Texas. Yeah. It was used within a week of the girls launching it in Texas. George and I met up with someone from New Zealand last week and she was using it and pushing it out through New Zealand, wasn't she, George?
3: Yep. And that, yeah, that was really encouraging. That was really yeah that was fun um
4: wow and i think for people
3: who can't communicate like but looking back when i was in school i couldn't pinpoint what i needed help with i didn't really understand my emotions Mm -hmm. at the time so i think for them children and young adults who don't know how to communicate to get support i think it would be
1: really good for them really good yeah yeah, absolutely. And, and although you know, the title is the UK FASD manifesto, um, because it's people from the UK who, who have input it's I, I do feel that it is very much speaking for, for all people with FASD. I'm sure individuals with FASD around the world will will agree with um, with what you've put in there. So the fact that it's being used in, in Texas and is in New Zealand and, and helping. People in your in your position, like you say, who aren't quite able to communicate or or haven't been given the opportunity to be involved in a manifesto in in their country or whatever. Like, we need to go global with it, Brian. Let's do an international one.
2: <laughs> That's next week, then.
4: <laughs> so, what are the what are the like what are
0: the next like what what are the plans for? Obviously, it's it's been it's been created, it's been launched. Are there any like targeted plans to, like, kind of take it directly to education, like you know, heads of heads of departments or heads of local authorities? Is that are there any plans to take it places, or I we just kind of letting going to let it do its own work and filter out?
2: Well, do you want to, George? Do you want to talk about where we took it or you took it in April?
3: Yes um I took it to my local MP. So, hopefully, sorry, there's a parcel. Um, so, hopefully, it gives him something to go off as well. Um, but it's concerned, like, round here, there's not even a pathway to diagnose FASD. So, mm-hmm. it is starting from scratch, really. But mm-hmm. I do think it would be really important to get it into schools and education, colleges. Um, because yeah. um, people will find relevance in it whether you've got FASD or not it just makes you think oh how am I talking to people it makes you mm-hmm. second you know second guess yourself and so I think it would yeah even if you don't have FASD you'd, you'd want to share it you'd want to help you know anyone that you know with FASD
0: I think a lot, a lot of, a lot of the things on there. Not none of it is anything difficult that that any kind of an organisation would need to spend hundreds of thousands of pounds on training a whole workforce on. Yeah. N- none of it requires that, but the impact it will have is life changing. So when it's sold like that, it it it's it's just a no-brainer, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Did you did you get to meet your MP? Did you get to actually? Meet me, me yeah. yeah we
3: went to um
0: good for his you
3: offices and yeah we had a very good uh it was meant to be a 15 minute chat that turned into an hour um, <laughs> so
2: it was it
0: was very positive oh that's fantastic well done
2: it's probably, worth saying, it's probably worth saying who our mp is george because it's a little bit more than an mp
3: Steve barkley but it yeah. means nothing to me i'm not political i don't know yeah. <laughs> i don't know
2: in England, he's in charge of health and social care. So we pitched as high as we could within health and social care um, because we live in the place where he's mp for. So we started there. We've got plans to go into the Department for Education as well, because you're quite right. Education is important. Mm-hmm. Bailey, where would you like us to make the fuss and make the impact? Um.
4: I'm not sure.
2: Uh, Which things, where have you found, where would you have thought that it would be useful to have that manifesto when you've gone through anything to be able to give to someone? Colleges. Yeah.
5: Because my, because the the staff in my college, like I try to explain to them and like, it's like they don't believe what I'm saying. And like, they keep laughing. So they don't like if they were me, they wouldn't be laughing. They'll be like how I am right now.
0: And do you think do you think that is a lot to do with the fact that it um that it's so physically hidden that the that somebody who doesn't know anything about FESD looks at you and thinks, well, I can't see anything going on here. Um and I, I think with college as well there's such um I've gone the last two years I've gone through this transition from like, school years to college years and, and doing it again right now and I think there's such a there's such pressure on the jump to college where you are seen as an a, more of an adult and you know they try and make you take on much more responsibility. I think it's it's such a big it's a it's such a big jump and it and it, it's even more difficult, I find to get support than in school because colleges are kind of designed for to create independence now. This is your last couple of years in you know before adulthood. so I think I think colleges are it, it's vital for them to to understand what's going on. so I would totally agree with you being yeah
5: yeah and like the fact that um they always say that there's nothing wrong with you I'm like well how you're not me so how do you know like just because your brain is mine doesn't mean there's nothing wrong it's that gets me like Mm -hmm. yeah I can definitely
3: relate to that it's infuriating um I think yeah, I don't know if it's ignorance, but people really do. If they can't see a broken leg, you know, they will yeah. just treat you like normal. <laughs> it's it's frustrating. Especially, like, I'm sure you've uh, explained a few times, Bailey, about FASD to them, I can imagine.
5: Yeah, but, but, like, it's what gets to me as well is when they keep saying, yeah, 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 I understand, but, like, you don't. <laughs> it's just... And then they laugh and I'm like, like oh, just, I'm just gonna forget. Do you, do you feel like when it comes down to it, they
0: say that they say that they they get it, but then when you are maybe in a situation where you're having a day where you, you need that support to kick in and you're not you you're not able to cope in the way that you would like to, then they've said they understand it but then they don't
4: deal with it in the way that you need them to deal with it. It's,
5: Like, my form tutor, she's,
4: like, it's, I don't know
5: how to, I don't think, I don't think no one understands me in that, in my college, so I just, like, sometimes I just keep my mouth shut, but then I'm just like, what's the point when they're not, Gonna try to understand. So I just need, I just want people to understand. Oh. So yeah. I
2: thought
5: I was
4: frustrated,
2: though. Yeah it is. Yeah. And the, the whole thing, Bailey, is that you do lots of really good things in sports and Duke of Edinburgh that you know you you should be proud of, but they should be proud of too.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Do you think the
3: manifestos helped would help someone? I'd say if you had a manifesto on hand at college and you were having a bad day, if you were just able to pass it to someone, do you think it would help?
5: maybe because um, I try like as soon as I speak about it the staff just says yeah I know yeah I know which uh, you don't know like even like I brought in like paper that like explains like stuff about me, and they just put it to the side. They don't actually read through it and like ask me questions. So
2: I don't know. I don't know what else to do. And of course, one of the bits of the manifesto asks people to learn about FASD, doesn't it? Rather than just put it aside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah,
4: I suppose that the. the, the it's it's as frustrating as it is for you, Bailey,
0: what you've recognised is you want to be part of this moving forward so that in years to come, pe- young people who are going through their college experience, they, when someone say, when a staff member says, oh, yeah, I understand about FASD and then act accordingly then you know you you will know that you played a huge part and it, it's no consolation now when you are struggling in that environment. Um, but you know you you could have completely disengaged. You know, you're you're still you you you're determined to do it, which is a huge achievement and something you should be really, really proud of Yeah it's just
5: Sometimes I just feel like giving up with
0: them. I can imagine. I absolutely can imagine that you, you would feel like that because it's exhausting. You're running up a big hill all the time, aren't you? Um, but keep keep going because it is it is changing. It definitely definitely is changing. Um, we need to push push out the podcast episodes to more college staff. Definitely.
5: And also shops, like shops, should have it, and offices should have it. The manifesto. Yeah.
4: Is that what you mean, Billy? That they should have the manifesto. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. Yeah.
3: Definitely.
2: I think George, the if if your workplace has had it, it would have been easier for you, wouldn't it? Hundred percent. Yeah definitely
3: i mean it's definitely going to be important in education but even when it comes to employment you've still got to then explain re-explain yourself to another person and it's not going to be the same as school i mean school's inconsistent enough but when it comes to a job you could have different managers on different days there's a lot of change all at once and i i did have a job for a long time and i was supported by my parents but if i wasn't i wouldn't have been able to do that job and that's what that shouldn't be an option i should be able to thrive in anything i choose to do not because i can't do it it's because of other people's attitudes that don't want to help Mm um yeah
1: yeah definitely yeah that's it isn't it like we talked about um we focus on education and you know if if there's not the time or the money or or whatever else is stopping people um getting trained and, and having a big dedicated FASD um training for a whole school and then implementing all of these these things that can can support um with the manifesto there's there's absolutely no excuse I think possibly the more time-consuming, probably slightly harder thing is to learn about FASD. Everything else on there, everybody should be doing day to day anyway. So, like like Georgia said before, this this is designed for people with FASD. This has come from people with FASD. But being kind to people, being patient with people, being respectful, all of those things, we we just need to build in anyway because you know this as we touched on earlier the prevalence rates and everything there'll be thousands of people out there who don't know they have FASD and possibly will never know they have FASD so whatever these things people have got going on this manifesto is really 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 important and it's a starting point so if everybody if all teachers and all managers and everybody working in shops and the whole of society (laughs) yeah just went by all of those points in the manifesto that are, are very easy. Then hopefully we can encourage them to start learning about FASD. Yeah. You no, know, it, it it is so important, and there's there's big efforts going into into training people and and teachers and everybody about FASD, but. It is, it is unfortunately it's going to take a while to, to chip away at everyone whereas this, this manifesto is easy just just be kind to people yeah. just have patience with people you know it does need sharing everywhere and I'm like there's part of my brain going around at the minute trying to figure out how we do that how do we get you know other people to to see it and to use it and hopefully this podcast is one of the ways yeah then <laughs> um, we reach more people in a way, where, where, where we've
0: been chattering, I've been writing writing loads of different things. And what about here and here and oh what about we into here and how do we get into this? Like you you minds aware all the time, just because it is because it is a it's not a quick fix at all, but it's a really powerful instant hit, isn't it? Like a really powerful hit that, that can have a big difference immediately and then hopefully will lead to people learning a little bit more about it. And then accepting that it is everywhere in the workplace, in the, the you know, education system. So, yeah, I think it's it's definitely, it's a hugely positive thing. And it's something that I'm, um, you know, I'm really, I'm dead excited about it. Um, and I think because sometimes things get created and, and you think like, oh, I know, but what's like... What is that? What impact is that really going to have? This is one of those things where it, it, it's such common sense, but also, and it's so straightforward. And I'm not, I'm not belittling at all the massive amount of work that I can imagine has gone into creating it. Massive amount of work, um, but it's something that I think, because of its simplicity, that's given it the power. Yeah. Pe- 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 people in very busy um, you know, job roles and and especially teachers, because we all know the pressure. You know, no one and this is something that we're very education is one of the biggest problems um that that we talk about. However, we are so positive and respectful about teachers and teaching staff and educators because we, you know, I just always have the mindset of, certainly throughout primary school. I cannot imagine. Having to have dealt with one of my boys, especially, and twenty nine other humans in a room, I I don't even. I'm in awe of of the teachers that got my, especially my boys, through primary education. So, no, it's it's never it's never a criticism, but I think you know we we have to be really firm in saying we really need you to listen to this, and we really need you to do this. No question. Because of the impact it's gonna have. So, um, so yeah, so I don't know if there's any like what are the what are the immediate next steps, Brian, or the
2: Well it's it's included in all the training that we offer. So yesterday I played it, I played the animation and the soundtrack to ninety special needs coordinators in Sheffield and it is being used as central point because it is so important. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, so not me saying this is what you should be doing it's people with FASD going this is what we need and it is so powerful so it's now in all the training that we run as a national organization and um, it's just gone out in the latest edition again of the uh, me and my FASD club so that um, even more people have got hold of copies of that so it is growing and uh, we want to drive it as as, as far and as quickly as we can
0: do you want people to to share it do you want do you want do you want people to be sharing it like oh, um
4: yeah
2: absolutely um there'll be links on here for how you can get it i'd love to see it on the wall in every classroom in every yeah. workplace yeah. in every social services office um i don't think it's too much to us because it's relatively simple to do yeah
4: mm
1: yeah, yeah. Roger and bailey do either of you have any ideas of of how you think it can can reach people even if they're wacky you had any ideas like let's do this i, I think it's just going to
3: surprise us i think it might i want to walk into like maybe a shop one day and just see it on a poster board yeah. it's just it's going to be simple things just giving it to a neighbor giving it to a friend, giving it to a doctor, and Mm -hmm. that's going to mount up. And the more people that do that, it's going to be a bigger step. So, yeah. Any platform, any person that wants it, get it. Do
1: you keep some in your bag in case you see a a notice board in a shop?
3: Yeah, yeah, it is something that I would carry around with me because it is just so simple. You can't not read it and go, that makes sense. I mean, maybe, but
4: yeah.
0: Can people get? Um, sorry, Bailey, if you were going to speak there, but while it's in my mind, can people? Would you, if you wanted people to be given hard copies out, do they just print it? Do you just print it out, or can people get hard copies from National FASD? Um,
2: we have got some hard copies left over, but um, people can print as many as they want yeah. from yeah. the website on the me and my fasd website you'll find bailey and george starring as pictures there um and if you click on the links it will take you to where you can download it and print thousands right bailey will you go i
5: might give one i might give one into college to be honest and if they look at it and put it down I, i there's i've just I don't know what other things I can do. I think
3: that's a really good idea. A really good idea.
2: I mean, you, have, you have the advantage, Bailey, that you can say, look, I spoke to 250 people in Salford University and told them I wanted to do this. Why are you ignoring it? Because that's what mm-hmm. you...
5: Do. Yeah.
0: And, and you can say that you... You helped create you. You helped create it, and you launched it um, in front of hundreds of people. And you need for your college to be um, be being an example, a shining example of how the manifesto goes into place. And I think I think you might be surprised um, yeah. because because quite often you know I, I, people don't work in education to not want to help people so you know sometimes faced with something and you know you might find them thinking oh my goodness i didn't really i didn't really understand it like that so definitely definitely worth doing but um i know it'll be brave to, it'll it'll take quite a bit of courage to do that but if you can stand up and and sit down and speak in front of all of those people you can definitely do that with your college tutors
2: just think yeah. what you did i was sat at the front looking at you i didn't have to look at all those people in that lecture hall that you looked at and you did that no problem so a handful of teachers that's nothing you were able to get that out and talk about it
1: yeah
5: i'll try that
2: good Excellent.
5: <laughs>
1: Fantastic. Now I would like to ask you both just before we sort of um, wrap things up, um, and I will give you a little bit of, of space at the end to share any more final thoughts or anything. But before we do, I would like to ask you both, Georgia and, and Bailey, to share with us a big achievement, something that that you have achieved that you want that you want to share with everybody who watches, who listens to this? Uh,
5: I've, I've achieved my goal delivery. Uh And I have got my badge, got a brooch. Um, it was hard, but I didn't give up. I pushed through it and, yeah.
1: Bailey, can That's you absolutely tell us fantastic. About yeah, can you tell us about what it is that you had to do to achieve your Gold Duke of Edinburgh award? So,
5: I had to, There's physical, there's skills, there's volunteering. Um, I had to do that for, I think, 16 months. And you, you have to go, like... You have to do camping, um your own food and stuff and you have to follow a map and stuff like that to get your to um, to get to the next uh, location. Um it was hard but I got, I got through it. You got through it and you've got your award. Did you,
1: was there a big fancy award ceremony?
5: Uh, not, there was a lot of people, um, but I didn't get to see, um, was it Edward?
2: The new Duke of Edinburgh.
5: Uh, I didn't get to see him because everyone was rushing towards him. So it was kind of. But he was there. That's really impressive. And where were you? Where, where were you? It wasn't where were
2: you, Bailey, getting that? Um it was
5: in the grounds
0: of um Buckingham Palace. Brilliant. Just casually. Yeah. Just casual. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot that bit. Yeah, it was just Buckingham Palace. Um <laughs> anyone who knows anything about the Duke of Edinburgh award knows how hard and gruelling it is and the resilience that you have to show for such a long period of time. The fact that you have achieved that, you're going to be able to waltz into college on Monday or whatever your next day is and you're just going to be able to go like that with some manifestos to the (laughs) staff. I need you to read all of that. Just that—that that is it. That thats thats an incredible achievement. Absolutely amazing, Bailey. Thank you. <laughs> I should
3: have gone first, because gosh, it's <laughs> just me shame. I've done
1: nothing.
0: <laughs> um, um,
3: could argue have with I done that. <laughs>
1: impressive. Um, well, you've you've already shared your big one, talking to your MP. So we've put you yeah. on the spot. Now you've got to think of something else. Um.
3: No, I think that's it. I'm talking in uh, London next week at the midlife um, release. Um, yeah, no. And I think you just talking talk in MP'd Manchester.
2: Oh, George. Say
3: it again, sorry.
2: You've talked to MPs before.
4: I have. I, I yeah, ask, and, and, yeah, and
0: to a to a packed lecture theatre full of hundreds of professionals um all a journey about about the manifesto. Like it's you've had quite a packed agenda,
1: mm-hmm. and it
0: sounds like you don't plan on slowing down or stopping anytime soon.
1: No, and you just swooshed in here as we were starting the recording because you were driving home. Oh yeah, your driving license. That's something.
4: <laughs>
3: that... Yeah, to be fair, that's quite impressive. Mm-hmm. I I do surprise myself sometimes, especially when I'm driving. And I go. Oh. <laughs> Um, yeah I've been driving for three years now but it's really encouraging because dad told me um, someone who's 40 did you say who yes. hadn't thought of driving because she has FASD and um, she's allowed to drive now hasn't
2: she because she saw George on the website saying how good it was to drive she thought well I'll have a go and she did He? the impact
0: that has on someone because you know yourself the impact being able to drive can have on your life and the independence that it can give you and the confidence that it can give you and the opportunities
5: so 100%. Yeah. yeah
3: I think no one with FSD should hold themselves back I think that's one of the problems I faced for so long was holding myself back because I know because I've got to take into like into account my disabilities actually I was just holding myself back. I was just scared of not being equal to everyone around me but as soon as I stopped caring about that I've accomplished more so yeah. Fantastic
2: and I think it's important to say for anyone who's listening uh, with FASD you don't have to walk 50 miles and get a Gold Duke of Edinburgh's award you know for Bailey and another another achievement just as big will be getting the members of staff Mm -hmm. to look at the manifesto so it's really important everything is a little gain Mm -hmm. really important definitely
1: yeah. having your voices heard in the creation of that manifesto is a huge achievement that is, is to be acknowledged so to then get on stage in front of 250 people at the launch that's oh it makes me feel a bit like the thought of getting on stage in front of 250 people there's a lot of people Yes. And
0: you, you yeah. both, did fantastic. Oh, I'm just, I'm so grateful that you've taken the time, and I've just, I'm keen, to, um, I'm keen to keep an eye and see, see what you both do next, and um, I, have got everything crossed for you for college, Bailey, um, but I have a feeling that it, um, it might surprise you in a good way. Um, I certainly hope so. It's just so.
5: Like mentally draining. Mm-hmm. yeah my next my next day is on Monday,
4: so, yeah You don't even really need to say a lot, do you? you if you if you've if you physically
0: got a copy of it, even if you just speak to one tutor and and kind of get them alone and just say, "I helped create and launch this." Um, it's been launched nationally. I really, really need you to take the time to read it, please. That's all. That's all you need to say. Um, you don't even need to hang around while they're having a look at it or anything. Just that, you know, 20, 20 seconds of bravery. I remember hearing this years and years ago because it's. it's I think it, that's the average length of time it takes to speak a sentence. Um, unless you mean it goes off on 17 different tangents, but for an average person, um, and 20 seconds of bravery can totally change your life, one sentence. And and once you start, it takes you 20 seconds and it's out. So um, I'll definitely be rooting for you. I'll be sending you super strength on Monday.
2: Have a think over the weekend, Bailey, on who's going to be the best one to talk to, Mm -hmm. and give them the bit of paper, and then they'll do the work for you. Mm -hmm. If you best tutor at college who's going to be the one who will listen best give them the paper and they'll go and do the talking for you
3: yeah just don't n- never doubt yourself you know what they, you know you know that they're not doing what they're supposed to and don't ever stop voicing that never stop annoy them keep going <laughs> keep going it will all be worth it one day
1: it will. It absolutely will. Oh,
0: it's been so lovely talking to you. I don't I know really if, I, it. if anyone's got anything. Um, and we'll definitely have you back because, the, you know, we, I really I'm really keen to keep a track and follow you, your journey of what you what you what you're doing and, and how you and how you're annoying people and pushing and pushing. We want to keep a track of that. We want to be part of that. And um, so people all over the world, because people from all over the world listen to the podcast so that they can think, oh, there's there's that really powerful, annoying Georgia. What's she done now? What MPs she had now? So, you know, that that's that's something we'll, we'll def- if you'll come back, we'll definitely have you back and you as well, Bailey. Um I don't know if there's anything that anything you would like to add at the end, any final thoughts or. Mm.
5: It's, it annoys me when people start assuming things that's not even true, like, if you know what I mean. Because I've had, I've, because I used to go to this club and um, I was just, it's really funny because I was just sitting down with my friend and this girl was talking to the staff about me, so then the staff wanted to have a conversation and apparently I was being mean to um this girl and I said, Well, you're you're believing her over me. You haven't even listened to what I have to say. So I said to my mum, I just I just want to leave because no one's gonna listen to me and
2: no, so
5: yeah.
2: And it's very frustrating, Bailey um george's brother who's 15 who's also got fasd um a head teacher rang me up two days ago just to tell to me look lots of lots of other students have been saying things about about callum and actually none of it's true they're making it all up and you know because they get fasd they know that's that and they will check and he rang me up just to tell me that actually, to reassure Callum that actually, despite what they were all saying, they were making it up. And that's really important that they will yeah. check those kind of things.
4: Yeah. Because. To- oh,
2: go on, Bailey.
5: My college. That's the same thing. Like, if something's not true, the staff doesn't come to me and say it's not true you don't have to stress they just they don't help in that way like so so that I have to physically go up to the person and ask them if it's true or not and I don't know whether to believe them or the staff so and the staff is meant to be like like professional so I don't know
0: it's hard to try and avoid conflict, isn't it? It's, it's it's really really tricky. But I think, um, I think like Brian said, the key for you for college is to find someone who you think would be um the easy not the easiest to convince, but the most open and and be the best the best person to who you would feel the most comfortable with talking to about the manifesto and about how you don't feel like you you're being supported the way you need, and then um they'll help you kind of snowball it from there but you know it's not we do appreciate how frustrating and 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 how much more difficult life is for for sure um and it's it it is tough we do we know I do appreciate that I'm not trying to say like oh it'll be fine just just do this I do appreciate that it
4: is really tough to have to deal with it
3: I'm sure if anyone who's listening has ever bit like ever been in the same boat, they can definitely um, relate to that. I'm sure that you help them just by talking about your problems and yeah, and you know it's not fair. And I think that's like really important is that you know the way that you should be treated is different, like it should be different. And um, even if it doesn't happen overnight, you you will make that change with someone else maybe 10 years down the line, there'll be a kid that's our age, who's actually pretty supported in school. And yeah, I just, I know that people appreciate you just being able to talk about how hard it is sometimes. Mm
2: -hmm. And I, I think it's important also, Bailey, to know that you might not know it or not, but there'll be other people in college with you who have FASD, they may not know it, because we know from George, there was another girl in the same year as her, who now we know has got FASD, but when she was at college, no one knew, did they, George? No, I think,
3: yeah, I think that's one hard thing about FASD, is that everyone is going to be different, that's, everyone, we're not all going to seem the same, and I I think that's why people get so confused, but this is the solution, the manifesto is a solution for that. You don't need to be confused Mm
4: -hmm.
3: you know even if two things off this piece of paper help someone that's better than nothing
0: yeah so yeah well i think i think you've just summed it all up i think you've just summed it all up perfectly there georgia at the end (laughs) um and that 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 is the top and bottom of it and like you say that if if you are acting in a way that the manifesto suggests you do which isn't difficult to do you're going to help and impact the people with FESD, who might not even know it themselves, let alone you know that they've got it. So
3: 100%.
0: it's a win-win, yeah, definitely. Oh, well, thanks again then for being for being our guests and we definitely look forward to having you back. Oh, it's
3: excited to come back. I've oh, <laughs> enjoyed it. <laughs> good. Good. good,
1: good, I'm glad to hear you that. Yeah, we've, enjoyed we've really, enjoyed, we really enjoyed chatting to you and um, we're really pleased we have had the opportunity um, to get the two of you who are involved in the launch of the UK FASD manifesto here to talk about it. Um, and just a quick shout out to, there was Rachel, Claire, Paula, also on stage with you at the launch in Salford. And then who who else was involved? Brian, there was uh. Dom, Jodie...
2: Dominic and Jody and Jacob, who also okay. helped with the the, the groundbreaking stuff that we managed yeah. to do.
1: Yeah. So thank you all for for using your voices. Um, thank you. For such important work.